1: kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply
2: hello and welcome to this day rocks from vintage rock pod the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock i'm paul stevenson Today is August the 19th, and it's one of those days where the gods conspired to send us some true greats of the rock music world. And we'll start with Europe lead singer Joey Tempest, a man I've interviewed in the past, a lovely fella. I saw him live with his band Europe back in May, and he can still sing as good as he did back in the 80s. Didn't miss a single note. Anyway, Joey, 59 years old today. Happy birthday, Joey. Another great vocalist who provided some of the best high-pitched screams on record – child in time deep purple's ian gillan he's also celebrating today happy 77th birthday ian and we say happy birthday to bass player with the band queen mr john deacon he wrote and played some of the most memorable bass lines on record john is 71 years old today but for today's show we're looking at a live album released on this day 25 years ago today Yes, on this day in 1997, Fleetwood Mac, the iconic line-up of the band, Mick, John, Christine, Stevie and Lindsay, were together on record for the first time in a decade when their live album, The Dance, was released. It was a great return from the band and it performed incredibly well in the charts and garnered award nominations across the board too. Now with me today to talk about The Dance is a good friend of Vintage Rock Pod and regular listeners will recognise his voice. It is Joe Kay from Play That Rock and Roll podcast. Joe does brilliant deep dives into subjects and I know he shares a love of this era Fleetwood Mac with me so I asked him to give me a quick three-minute breakdown of The Dance.
1: Fleetwood Mac's The Dance was released on August 19th, 1997, which is a very interesting point in the band's history. Let me set the stage here. The mid-1990s would find Fleetwood Mac without both Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. Buckingham left the band in 1987, and Nicks left in 1991. Both returned for a one-off appearance at President Bill Clinton's inaugural ball to perform their classic Don't Stop, as that had become Clinton's campaign theme song. Beyond that, Clinton was the first baby boomer president, and Fleetwood Mac is a seminal group for that generation, so their appearance really highlighted a generational shift in American politics. Despite this triumphant performance, Buckingham and Nix would depart again immediately afterwards. This, however, would not deter Mick Fleetwood, as he patched together a near-unrecognizable lineup of Fleetwood Mac for tours in 1994 and 95. John McVie would be the only Classic Era member to join him, as Christine McVie decided to sit these out too. Now without all three of their principal vocalists, this version of Fleetwood Mac would find itself on a package tour with Pat Benatar and Ario Speedwagon and they were not the headliner. A band touring without its primary star power can be a tough and humbling experience. Both Van Halen and Genesis would also learn this lesson the hard way just three years later when Genesis toured without Phil Collins or Peter Gabriel and Van Halen toured without David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar. Fleetwood Mac's true low point would come in late 1995 with the release of the album Time which was their first album since the 60s to miss the US charts completely. It was at this point that Mick finally decided to dissolve the band. Oddly enough, it would only be a matter of weeks before the band's classic lineup had started to re-establish contact with each other, and new music soon followed. Lindsay, Stevie, and Mick contributed a song to the soundtrack for the film Twister, coincidentally the same soundtrack that marked the end of Sammy Hagar's original run in Van Halen, and talks of a reunion tour for the MAC were soon underway. In May 1997, the band recorded a concert in Burbank, California, and that recording would become our subject for today, the dance. The dance would prove to be an immediate success, as it would earn the band three Grammy nominations and be their fourth and final number one hit record. A wildly successful tour would follow that fall. To this day, The Dance is one of the best-selling live albums ever, and I find that to be only appropriate. This is a phenomenal record, as the band is in top form and the catalog is undeniable. In particular, I would call attention to Lindsay's howling guitar solo on Go Your Own Way. Hearing this inspired solo with a crisp, clean production is worth the sticker price alone. And for fans of Stevie, her performance on the track Silver Springs is as beautiful as it is heartfelt. And it garnered a Grammy nomination of its own. So in celebration of the 25th anniversary of The Dance, give this record a spin today. Or better yet, check it out on YouTube as the video of this concert captures some of the Mac's most passionate, emotional, and enthusiastic performances of their entire career.
2: And a big thanks to Joe Kay there. Please check out his podcast series, Play That Rock and Roll. As I said before, he deep-dives some great topics and interviews some great guests too, so please do give that a listen. Well, that's it for August 19th, then. I'll be back tomorrow to remember a legend born on this day in 1949. So until then, take care.